When R&B singers and rappers team up for full projects, what is what would that be called? It's not a rap group. It's not an R&B group. What what type of group is it? We just need the singer to do something criminal, and then they're both rappers. Then it's a rap group. As <laughs> soon as the singer does something criminal, rapper Tay Diggs. You don't even got to be a singer. Just be a black person that did something wrong. Rapper Barack Obama. You never think about Micah 9 and Sugar Free existing in the same universe. They might be the same person. I ain't seen them in the same place at the same time. <laughs> Cold intellectual pimp. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, it's the Almanac of Rap Show. I got opinions and they all factual. No news, just information that you won't be able to use unless you're at a dinner party trying to impress who's in attendance with endless tidbits of nonsense. We're gonna have a good time, I promise. You two rabbit holes ready Dives, pulling out old interviews from the archives Styles, fads, trends, all of that It's the Almanac of Rap Welcome to the Almanac of Rap A show that'll never go solo I'm Don Will, a rapper, producer, DJ, and your host for the series Today's episode is all about rap groups And I've got two great guests Tajay and Von P Tajay is a founding member of the Hieroglyphics a crew that includes Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Casual, and Souls of Mischief, the group responsible for pinning the hip-hop anthem 93 Till Infinity. Von P is a member of Tanya Morgan, but he's also a prolific solo artist who raps and produces. In fact, you hear his beats every week as bed music on this show. We'll be talking about their experiences in rap groups and getting to the bottom of a few burning questions. But first, I gotta kick the ballistics. When's the last time you got excited about a new rap group? Can you even name a new rap group? It seems that these days, solo acts are the only ones getting any love, and that makes me sad. Did you guys know that the first XXL freshman issue included rap groups? Well, they did. My group, Tanya Morgan, and a few others were in it. Flex! And while they may have stopped giving groups coverage, rap groups still need to be celebrated. The rap group is a quintessential part of hip-hop's history going all the way back to the Sugar Hill Gang, who were responsible for one of rap's first hit records. I said a hip hop, the hip 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 hop, you don't stop. Rock it out, baby, bubba to the boogity bang bang, the boogie to the boogity beat. Now what you hear is not a test, I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the groove, and my friends are gonna try to move your feet. Not to get all back in my day, but... Back in my day, the rap group reigned supreme. But before we get into specific examples of groups over time, let's take a minute to define what a rap group is. I have an expert panel made up of Tajay from Souls of Mischief. Peace, man. Thanks for having me. And Von P. from Tanya Morgan. That's me. To help us establish a definition. First off, what's the difference between a posse, a crew, and a group? Okay, a, a posse is you plus you know, civilians, right? You know, your posse. It's your entourage. Half of them dudes don't rap. They just... The homies back in the back in Oakland, that's the posse. You know, get you in trouble at shows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the people that's like, yo, Tajay, I need a plus five for the show. That's the posse. Eat up your backstage food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beat people up for you, etc. You know, all that stuff. I say a crew is people all who are non-civilians. So that could be your, your DJ, your dancers, the MCs, 
you know, your your um your road manager, all that kind of stuff. That's the crew. High Road is a crew versus Souls of Mischief. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, but it's not just all rappers. The DJs and producers are included in that. And then I would say a rap group are the guys who make music and perform it. Tanya Morgan's the group. You know what I mean? For instance, Premier is in the rap group Gangstar, but he's also a producer, right? So he, he produces for a lot of people, but he's not in a group with them. So I would say the rap group is the group that performs the music. You know, like if, if you're not a performer, you're not really in the group. If you had to put an optimal number of members on a group, like what would be the perfect number for a rap group of people included in the group? I, I'm going to, you know, be cliche and say four, man. A good tight three to four. The only problem with four, though, is that there's a possibility of a, a deadlock when, when making votes. So maybe an odd number might be better for that. But if you want to go all the way in and be totally honest, you got to keep in mind the splits. How much money are y'all splitting? If y'all making a hundred dollars a show and it's 10 of y'all, that's $10 a person. If we are deadlocked, somebody, you know, then we go into the filibuster part of the um, conversation where somebody makes a good point and we and we roll with it. And are, are there any necessary roles that each member should play or that one member should play or that, you know what I'm saying? Like, are there, or just the, does the dynamic kind of flow naturally from the personalities? Yeah, I would say it's, it's mostly the voice. And if you have the same voice, then y'all gotta have a different perspective. I think there has to be somebody, we call we call them bad ghosts. That's what we always call, you know, the, uh, you think about ghosts and Raekwon and it's always like Ray being like, yo, chill, ghosts. You know, and Ghost being like, yo! So we always be like, who's going to be bad ghost tonight? You know what I'm saying, though? So. Yeah, yeah. The Clips, they have a they have the same voice. They're brothers, but they're literal brothers. But the perspective is different. It works for them. Pusha, is, Pusha T is kind of like sheep in the locks, where it's like more like, yo, I'm coming in, I'm knocking shit over, I'm mushing people, I'm going to punch you in your face. And Malice, or Styles, is kind of like, man, we got to stop knocking stuff over and punching people in the face. <laughs> But it's how we grew up. It's how we was raised. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, there's always got to be somebody that's willing to be bad ghost and be seen as an asshole so that the group's needs are, are fulfilled in a, in a business capacity. I've grown into that role, you know, after several years of delegating that. And it's cool, but sometimes it's like, hey, y'all, I still got to rap, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> But I think in most rap groups, people have a different voice. I'm a little more monotone. And you a little bit more like hype. Um, the higher register, yeah, yeah. Tip is very low. Five is very high. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's handle this business, but please be conscious that we all are rapping, you know? And but I also have to keep in mind for them, hey fellas, I know y'all gotta be in the right space, so let me make sure you're in the right space as well. And with that established, let's continue on. As a member of the rap group Tanya Morgan, it's a vast understatement to say that I've got a soft spot for rap groups but their influence throughout history just can't be overstated. It also feels like rap groups are becoming a bit of an anomaly. And that's such a bummer to me because rap groups are way more interesting than solo acts. It's why people get excited when solo acts like Drake and 21 Savage team up for full-length projects. Yep. Or why after four excellent albums with Hit Boy, people are still hung up on Nas and DJ Premier linking up for a full album. Indeed. It's why people still talk about the idea of a black hippie project. That's not happening. I'm not saying that a singular vision from one mind can't be great, but what I am saying is that an agreed upon vision from several minds coming together in unison is pretty spectacular. 
Before albums became a compilation of producers and guest appearances, the rap group was the unit that defined its sound by having dedicated in-house production. DJs, producers, and MCs locked in and created a unique style that was rarely shared with other artists. And since biting wasn't allowed, you had to get a crew and find your own sound if you wanted to stick out. Groups like Outkast, A Tribe Called Quest, 3-6 Mafia, and De La Soul are great examples of this, and respectfully, some of the most influential acts of all time. In recent years, it's been discovered that the Beastie Boys, who were direct descendants of Run DMC, were the template for N.W.A. Ice Cube appeared on Mike D's Echo Chamber podcast and said that the song Paul Revere changed the lives of a budding N.W.A. I couldn't find audio for this interview, so here's a recreation starring me as Ice Cube. This how we knew our style would work. We did a version of Paul Revere at a show and the crowd went crazy. He changed the words, made dirty, made dark. The crowd went crazy. We knew, I this our style. This is the worst Ice Cube impersonation I've ever heard. Like it, it literally sounds nothing like him. You had a big influence on us, especially the early record. I don't know if you heard a record called My Posse. Oh my God! You'd be like, yo, those kids biting us. They biting the Beastie Boys. My Posse, my Posse. Early N.W.A. has a few songs that allude to this Beastie's influence, but you can draw a direct line between the Beastie's Hold It Now, Hit It. And Dope Man by N.W.A. The 808 pattern and the way Cube attacks the track just hits different when you understand that they were students of License to Ill. New rap groups are still popping up to this day and some are even winning big. Acts like the City Girls, Earth Gang, and Arm & Hammer are a few notable examples. We've even got supergroups as well, like Mount Westmore, which is Ice Cube, E-40, Too Short, and Snoop Dogg all teaming up for one album. Boy, do it. I hooked up with Mohawks, Q, Pody, and Show Dog. Representing Cali, we back on it, boy. Mount Westmo put a stamp on it, boy. California! Rap groups embody the spirit of communal creativity and shared vision in a way that feels utopic. To me, they're all about brotherhood and sisterhood and creating a family business with chosen family and sometimes even blood relatives. In a minute, we'll get into a mix of music by a few of my favorite rap groups. But first, let's talk to Tajay and Von P about pretend supergroups that time Tanya Morgan broke up 
and their overall experiences with being in their respective rap groups. Tajay, what's good? Welcome. Hey, man. Peace, man. Thanks for having me. Since we've established the roles in the group, have y'all ever considered the Menudo model of swapping out members to extend the lifespan of the group to be actually infinity? My brother, you're talking to the right guy. <laughs> I, I want to take that and double down. I not only want to swap niggas, I want to swap niggas for white boys so we can really go to infinity. <laughs> You find a bald white guy with a beard. You find another white guy with long hair. You find a white guy who looks sort of Native American ambiguous like Fess. You know what I'm saying? Find another guy with dreads. <laughs> we swap them out. We'd be like the Temptations. We'd be unbeatable, man. My other thing is we swap the members out. We still record the music and them niggas just lip sync. There it is. Come on. Come on. That is true mischievousness. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And then with AI, with voice recognition technology, y'all could just in perpetuity, just have your voices uploaded to the cloud. We'll see. Do you think I'm I'm dead ass right now? I'm I'm laughing because I know you're serious. I'm serious. That's how you really bubble. If Soul Submission put out a song right now and it was four white guys rapping, it would get on television. It would be a TikTok sensation. (laughs) And it would, it would, it would probably be the biggest song we've ever made. Everybody in here can rap their asses off. But if rapping meant you made money, then Cassidy will be a fucking billionaire. What's the YWA, man? <laughs> hey, young, white, avatar. <laughs> Have you guys ever considered adding a fifth member to the group? Has there ever been like a, let's spice this up, get a consequence in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is this a relationship show or is this a... Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I said I'm getting a consequence kind of like some unattended pregnancy or something, you know, on, on some open relationship show. I was thinking more about Tribe Conquest. Yeah, I, I, I know the reference. I'm just messing with you. But nah, you know, I think four deep is enough, right? And I think also like we're challenging each other to come with new styles. Like if you listen to our album progression, we're battling each other every record. You guys have something that a lot of other groups don't have, which is an actual childhood bond. Like you've known these guys yeah. for almost the majority of your life. Oh no, the, the absolute majority of my life. What's that like being able to, you know what I'm saying? Look to the left and see a guy who you were like riding bikes with <laughs> in the sixth grade or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's very fortunate that we have that bond because that makes the other part that much easier. I mean, even the part about staying together, you know, like literally I've known a plus and casual 42 years, you know what I mean? Like 42 years, we've been homies. Like we grew up on the same block, yeah. you know, walked home from school together. That's unmatchable. And then to see how, you know, our kids and how they're graduating from college and, you know, they're doing music on their own or moving on. It's, it's just, it's good to have a friend group like that. And I think hieroglyphics is extremely fortunate just as a whole crew to be able to have that sort of, um, level of camaraderie that lasted because we also are in business together. And then also the business is a creative endeavor. So it's like a three-pronged thing that's really helping us with this longevity thing. It's like a friendship and a business partnership. And we have to always be conscious of the difference between them because, you know, some things can happen that are ruin one or the other. So we, all, we always stay conscious of those things, those obstacles that could 
you know, trip us up. We didn't try to go out like Friends, business, friends, business, friends, business, friends. Within the group, within the crew, hieroglyphics and souls of mischief, there are like a lot of different, um, like subgroups, if you will. Like, what are some of the configurations? Me and Opio are the 012. Okay. Me and Fess are spy versus spy. Casual and Opio get down. I, I don't know what, the, what their crew will be called. Casual and Teray are turkey and dressing. <laughs> Casual. Wait, 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 wait. It, me knowing Casual and Torrey personally, turkey and dressing is an amazing, <laughs> complete meal. You know? All right, my um, bad. Keep, keep casual going. and um, Dale are the Smash Brothers. A-plus and Dell got some kind of synergy going on. Me and A-plus be thinking about things. I, I like TNA, you know, like the tits and ass or something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? TNA. <laughs> me and A-plus. Pep Love and, and Opio are First Light. Pep and Cash, they're a crazy-ass combo. They need a group name we haven't really thought of. You know, so Souls of Mischief is one group, but we all have these different configurations. If you could take, let's say, two to three groups, mash it up and make one big super group, which two or three groups would you make to be a super, super group? I would like Houdini and UTFO as a group. Oh, shit. All five of them. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they, they make some jams for the ladies. They got the ill voices and all that kind of stuff, you know. You call want to be with me and one love at the same time. Oh, right. you know, that era. It'd be a lot of leather. It'd be a lot of leather. <laughs> that would that would be their name. Lot of leather. Lot well, of leather hey, is the name of leather. Would be a ill ass group though, bro. That's the, that's the not scared of hoes rap. Um, yeah, yeah. I think a Hyro Wu Tang record where it's just like back to back verses. I think that shit would be ill. Let yeah. me think of one more. I, I think, man. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Fife. But uh, I think y'all and Tribe, that would be crazy. And I know the beats would be like the beat selection would be immaculate. I don't know what we call that. You know, <laughs> a tribe called Time. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, peace, rice, and smooth like butter. You know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man, my that, engineer gets mad whenever I clap on the mic, but you got me to clap on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this one, Sugar Free, Micah 9, and E-40. It makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Like Micah 9, you never think about Micah 9 and Sugar Free existing in the same universe, but it makes so much sense. They might be the same person. I ain't seen them in the same place at the same time. <laughs> Cold, intellectual pimp, you know what I'm saying? Oh, who knows? They, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I think a 40 Sugar Free and Micah 9 record I, I would pay. I would pay for that. Like, don't let me get money like Elon, because that's all, all I'm doing is that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, forty-four billion on getting people in the same studio together. That's it. Yep, Just throwing yep, money. Yep. <laughs> so, I got three more questions to close it out. These questions are submitted by Von P. Because initially, I wanted to have me, you, and him in a conversation, just kind of like chopping it up, but. I'm not advanced enough to do that. You know, <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Question number one. What conversation do you wish you guys could have had the day before you signed your first deal? If we invest our money together because we are a group, we would have more all together. You know, and I, I think that, you know, when you're a kid, you know, like you get your little money, like, well, I want a North Face and a little herringbone and, you know, furry Kango and all these types of things. Whereas we could have a store selling all that had we just put our money together. And this is not lamenting anything. We have put our money together and we do have. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, the, it's sort of the closed fingers on a fist. One finger is not as strong as a fist type thing. So really like, yep. hey, y'all treat your money like it's yours together and you can do so much more. And yeah, that, that would be it. Invest together. Uh, my second question, Tajay, if you could replace yourself in the group with somebody outside of the crew, who would it be? I don't know why he wanted to take you out of Souls of Mischief. I think he's trying to, like, position himself to be in the group. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ransom. 
I like ransom. Mm. I'm into syllables and syllable count and just like multisyllabic rhyming. So maybe him. Um, who else? Somebody. Three stacks. You know. Okay. Hey, go ahead. Three stacks. You know. And that's not yeah. to compare myself to three stacks, but I say he would be a great compliment to Souls of Mischief if he swapped out any one of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 All right. And the final question. When it comes to songs, like when you guys are working on new songs and whatnot, which member of the group is the holdup? Which one is like, I got to do my verse over. I didn't write to it yet. Hold on. I want to eat this sandwich first. Which member of the group is that? This question is about me specifically because Vaughn will send me stuff <laughs> and I will not rap to it for months. <laughs> so I call myself the holdup. So which who's, who's the holdup? Well, this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment. But I would say it's got to be Festo D. But if you listen to Festo D's raps, how could it not be? His shit is dense. Yep. So I think it's because yeah. of the density. It's not because he's a slow writer or nothing like that. We go back to back to back to back a lot of times. And so if I started the verse and all four of us are going to bust, I got to wait for all three of them to finish. So because we don't want to repeat words. Right, we don't want right. you know what I'm saying, though? We don't want to we don't want to repeat fools flows and nothing like that. So but I would say fest just on the sheer density of his, you know, he's verbose. And I'm speaking in defense of myself here. It's always <laughs> worth the wait. And it's also always a very intentional wait. Like I'm 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 living life. I'm getting experiences. I'm sifting through word choices. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, like That's important, though. And I think that you touched on something like we've lost the sort of live life and then reflect that life into our music thing in a effort to create content. And so, like you said, being intentional about being the weight or, you know, the thing that slows things up is important because if you don't take the time to really hook it up how you want, you know, like it all is going to get digested in your belly. But you eat with your eyes, you eat with your nose, plating and all that shit is important. And those of us who aren't taking the time to do this, like they're just throwing really tasty slop on a plate over and over again. And it tastes good. But it just don't it don't look good. Yeah, it's not a full meal. It's a piecemeal. You know what I'm saying? Ah, boom, boom. We're gonna let the beat ride out. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> this is Brooklyn Addy. We can do what the hell we want to do. Vaughn P. Vaughn, what's good, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm good. But Okay, so if you had to rate your experience as a group member on a scale of zero to five, with five being the highest, what would the rating be? I, I have to say five, man. I have to say five. Yeah. Don't make me get sappy, <laughs> but on arguably our first song, Stay Tuned, I said, if it wasn't for Ill Will, you would have heard Von C's. You probably wouldn't have heard from me. So many things, so many things that I've done in life have been because like it starts with us on aim and you've been like, yo, let's be a group. And then you pushing me, pushing me. And then ill joining the group and ill pushing me and us pushing each other. And Tanya Morgan has been everything, man. Again, man, you could, you could insert a violin sound right here. The, <laughs> the ABC after school special music, but nah, it's, it's just a fact. So I got to give it a five for any minor issues it's ever been. It's been a five. Speaking of minor issues, this is not yeah. a minor issue, but how do you think that we handled our breakup? Because we were a trio at one point. Shout mm -hmm. out to Ilias. Um, Ilias departed the group. I'm just wondering if in the grand scheme and the history of group breakups throughout over time, how do you think we handled it? Would you give it like on a scale of zero to five again? Anybody listening close right now waiting for me to like make a, a weird body shift looking for messiness? <laughs> 
It's like <sighs> this, this is a no, this is a mess free zone. This is my podcast is Marie Kondo. We clean up mess. We don't make mess. You know what I'm saying? I think you know we handled it great as best as we could. You got to gotta, you got to put a number on it. Zero to five. Zero to five. Quick, quick. Four. I'm, I'm, Four. I'm asking. I'm asking you to rate your trauma, Vaughn. I'm asking. You. <laughs> so who's a five? Five is Outcast. Outcast didn't. Oh shit! They did. What did they? Because they still like they still hang they, out, but they I mean, didn't. They didn't really break up. They just became inactive. I don't know, man. But I, if 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 five is like five is five is handling it well, zero is handling it um, poorly. Got to be a four, four and a half, because we, we continued to be the legendary. We did the legendary album. I'm producing the song for Ilias right now, so I gotta say a four. It wasn't perfect. I would, but... I would, I would give our breakup the same score that the source gave our debut album a four point five. I wish they gave us a four point five. But what did we get? The writer, the writer came to our show. She came to the um, the record release party and said, "I gave you all a four, but they made it a three and a half." <laughs> Time to say goodbye, they should have turned me loose. I was all about my team, but now I call upon my crew. I'm a family type of person, but I'm deadly dolo too. You can achieve anything that you put your heart into. See, the second hand won't ever stop, and neither will the clock. Nigga, big still hit the stage by itself and still rock. When your faith is in the right place, and he ain't gonna let you flop. You can say whatever you want, best can't do it like what? I get it. Yep. Industry politics. Shout out to the source. Shout out to the source. I'm sorry for making you rate your trauma. I didn't mean to make you go through that ordeal again. You know what I'm saying? We're still here. We're still friends. Shout out to Ilias. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Shout out to Ilias. Um, we went on tour with Souls of Mischief for... The whole summer. Yeah, the whole summer. It was one of the one of the best tours I've ever been on. Do you have like a favorite memory of being on tour with Souls of Mischief? So for whatever reason, Tajay was the only person at Soundcheck. He was the first person there. Tajay Soundchecked as everybody. He did the different yeah. voices. <laughs> he had one of those like outdoor hats and it had the flaps. So he was running back and forth on stage and the flap was flying. And he was like... <laughs> And I just remember dying laughing like, yo, I wish I could film this right now. Yeah, that, that was that was a fun moment. <laughs> yo, Vaughn, Tajay, thank you so much for uh, sitting down, chopping it up. You know, I appreciate you taking your time. Thank you. I'm happy to be here, man. No problem. The Almanac of Rap is written and produced by me, Don Will. I also did the theme music, but there's some additional music in this episode by Von P. The show is executive produced by Saida Blunt and Aisha Palmer, with mix engineering and sound design by Dana Walks. The artwork was designed by Alan Cole, and I'd like to give a big shout out to the whole team at Sonos Radio for their support. Head over to Mixcloud.com backslash Sonos to hear all the archive shows, and be sure to check out the Sonos Radio IG account for other Sonos programming. Also, don't forget to check out the Almanac of Raps IG page for bonus clips and interactive conversations around each topic. But before we go, let's just take a minute to acknowledge one of the greatest Migos performances of all time, which is them versus Joe Budden and DJ Academics at the 2017 BET Awards. You say I'm left off bad and bougie? Yeah. Do it look like I'm left off bad and bougie? What'd you say? Do it look like I'm left off bad and bougie? Nah. All right, we got to wrap this up, though. My bad, my bad. I'm trying to jump. I can't wrap it up, then. Close it. Rest in peace, Takeoff, and we'll see you guys next time on the Almanac of Rap.